0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio.
1: Good morning to you. It's Tuesday the 20th of June. You're watching Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley-Brewer, on talk. Coming up, a British billionaire adventurer is among five people on board a submersible that's missing on a dive to the wreck of the Titanic at the bottom of the Atlantic. They are, well, having just 54 hours of air left as frantic efforts are made to rescue the sub. Meanwhile, Boris Johnson has been stripped of special access to Parliament after MPs voted overwhelmingly to back the Privileges Committee report into Partygate last night. Just six Tory MPs back the former Prime Minister. And Rishi Sunak, the current Prime Minister, has rejected calls for the government to bail out homeowners as fixed mortgage rates rose above 6%. 6 6.33 is the time. This is Talk Breakfast. Well, good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. And I very much appreciate you joining me this morning on a I have to say, an extraordinary news day. For once, the news is not what's going on uh, in Parliament and perhaps not even what's going on in your bank balance, uh, even though obviously mortgages very much in the news and that party-gate privileges committee vote. But actually pretty much all the news this morning is dominated by the extraordinary story uh, involving the British billionaire Hamish Harding. Uh, He is uh, among five adventurers, well, uh, two crew, three adventurers, three tourists, the tourists having paid 250 Thousand pounds each, why not, Uh, for an eight-hour trip on a tourist submersible to see the wreck of the Titanic. And of course, uh, that is lying at the bottom of the Atlantic, miles down, 12,500 feet down. Uh, The sub left uh, Newfoundland off the coast of uh, Canada at uh, four o'clock in the morning on Sunday, with 96 hours of, roughly, of air. Uh, But uh, really, very soon into that trip, uh, they had lost contact with the uh, uh, the tugboat Polar Prince, uh, which was above on the surface. Well, the submersible Titan, um, we've seen a lot of those images. We'll, uh, we'll put some of those images up uh, for those of you watching on TV. Um, that has enough air, we understand, from the moment it uh, left the sub uh, to survive for 96 hours. It has that extra supply. As of 7 o'clock today, we are down to what appears to be 50. Four hours. Now, we know that the authorities in Canada, America and numerous uh, commercial deep sea dive organisations, and there are many in that uh, part of the world, uh, are rushing to help rescue those five adventurers. But it is an extraordinary, extraordinary story. Um, Let me bring in Tom Slater, editor at Spiked Online. Now, we are normally discussing politics at this point, something to do with Boris Johnson. But um, and I'm sure there is probably some sort of glib line one could make about sunk careers, etc. But we are talking about five men whose lives are on the line right now—a race against time to get to the sub, to get air, more air, fresh air to the sub, and with any hope to rescue it. But we are looking at basically, it's going to need to be rescued, you know, within the next two days for a right. chance of them all to have survived.
0: And it's absolutely terrifying, not least because at the moment they're not even sure whether they should be searching on the surface or whether they should be yep. searching under the surface, I believe they're doing both there's this kind of rescue operation running out of Boston as well as out of Canada desperately trying to find out what's what's happened to these gentlemen and you, know, you just couldn't write it better or worse depending on your perspective I suppose as far as just how terrifying it must be for I mean the it is sort of
1: like a Hollywood some... blockbuster mm. isn't it and of course it has um, echoes of a, a real life horror which is um, the Kursk uh, Russian submarine mm-hmm. disaster 23 years ago all 118 Russian sailors on board uh, were Killed, um, and there were actually some Brits in the Royal Navy who were involved with others, you know, offering to rescue, like, desperately trying to get to the sub. Uh, and of course, there were long delays in the Russian authorities admitting there was even an issue, mm-hmm. uh, which will possibly may have cost those lives. Um, now, that of course was a massive big submarine, very different issue in terms of trying to rescue people. This is, a, you know, a tiny little thing. Mm-hmm. This um, this submersible. Um, I mean, doesn't look like it'd be very comfortable even for eight hours for five large men. Uh, but it's a sort of mini sub. Um, but uh, the crucial thing is, you know, they're only supposed to have been down there for, for eight hours. It um, takes a long time, hours to get down, you spend mm. a little bit of time down, and then hours to get back up again, because it is such a long way down the Titanic. But an hour and 45 minutes into the mission, 350 miles off the coast, the uh, contact was lost with the craft. Now, um, crucially, um, we don't know whether the craft has been lost at the bottom of the ocean. Presumably, mm-hmm. they were able to track it at that point, but it wasn't that far. Had it carried on going down, has it surfaced? Uh, there was some concern. Maybe it had got caught, uh, got, got you know stuck in the in the Titanic um, wreck itself and got caught on something. Um, they simply don't know. And this is you know even how far it could have travelled in an hour and a half. You know this is a very long way down mm-hmm. in very very difficult oceans, and indeed preparations for this trip you know, this isn't something you rock you know we all we've all gone on holiday and gone oh let's go on a let's go on a little boat trip or mm-hmm. let's you know there's some little mini sub things you know people can go on uh it might cost you a few hundred quid this is 250 grand this is a, a proper stuff you have to be trained even to be among the tourists to go on this trip um, and it's very very dangerous as we can see um conditions are very difficult they had delayed this uh this departure because of difficulty in the weather conditions, mm-hmm. uh, because you need to have that tugboat on the surface as well. Um, very dark, very difficult conditions. Barely any life down there because it's so deep. I mean, this this is going to make a rescue mission very, very difficult.
0: No, definitely, and especially because of the fact that because these submersibles, as far as I understand it, as we been reading up over the course of the past few hours, is the fact that it's so reliant on the kind of um, on the ship on the surface. On, I think they use kind of Elon Musk Starlink yeah. technology to be able to track and keep in contact. It's not it's sophisticated in some ways but also not so incredibly vulnerable it's not easy for them to navigate by themselves clearly when communications are cut not easy for them to re-establish those communications and you just think it must just be like a needle in a haystack not only is this a huge expanse of water it's also given the fact that they were so far down potentially you just think god what could yeah. You know, just even trying to find them at all was going to be well, so indeed. I mean, let you, alone within that time. You know, it frame,
1: took well than six decades to find the Titanic, mm. for goodness. sake only found it in 1985. And, and, and that's huge, that wreck. Um, and then we we're talking about a tiny little sub. Um, well, let's have a little listen to a clip of a Titanic expert, Larry Daly. He was uh, speaking to Canadian TV station NTV uh, last night. Um, he's, though, hopeful that the missing tourist sub will be found. Deep submersible diving is very dangerous, but it is, uh, it's high-tech, you know, and as each year goes by, the equipment gets better, the technology gets better, and so on. So, uh, I'm very hopeful and very positive. I I mean, uh, I was in the sub for uh, 12 hours. We have our own breathing system on board, and if that's maintained properly, like changing your uh, filter and your CO2 scrubber, you can stay down there for, you know, quite a few hours. Well Titanic expert Larry Daly there talking to Canadian television. Well we shall see we'll be talking to experts in this field throughout the show. I think we're all going to become experts over the next 48 hours and let's hope that there is a happy ending to this incredibly worrying story. Certainly though Tom not a happy ending for Boris Johnson. He now, according to the front of some of the papers, saying he's looking for a, a truce with Rishi Snack after um, he basically had to call off the dogs mm-hmm. uh, in terms of that vote on the Privileges Committee report. This, remember this was a report that was not into whether or not um, uh, he had attended parties. We we you know he did during lockdown. It was whether or not he had deliberately misled Parliament. They ruled that he had damning, damning uh, uh, report out last Thursday. Yesterday, on Boris Johnson's birthday, no less, mm. uh, MPs were asked to debate and vote on this. Um, we were calling yesterday for this debate to be. I mean, look, get up, one side, each side. You know, five minutes done. Get on, and then deal with the stuff that people actually care about. They said they spent hours and hours and hours I think debating this. More than this. five, in more end. than five hours, mm. and I mean. I mean, this—you know they spent less time discussing lockdown rules yeah. that put us in this predicament. <laughs> Top tip MPs, maybe if you don't impose rules on us that you don't think need to apply to you because they're not actually necessary, you just think we're all too stupid to make decisions for ourselves, uh, maybe you wouldn't be in this mess if you hadn't done that last time and didn't bother doing your job for all those uh, many, many months. Well, um, in the end, uh, when there was a vote at the end, which was forced by a Labour MP um, deliberately so that mm-hmm. the Labour could get... A whole list of MPs who were supporting Boris Johnson. Well, mass abstentions. I mean, more than 200 MPs simply weren't there. And, and many of them were at a party I was at last night and really caring not two hoots about what happened to Boris Johnson, So far as I could tell. Only six Tories voted against the report findings. Uh, so and 354 voted for. Um, that means that Boris Johnson would have been suspended for 90 days. It's already stood down. Uh, but he has had his Commons pass suspended for life, so he has to queue up, just like you or I do, uh, go through the security scanners, have his bag uh, checked, etc., and he can't just wander freely. Um, What did you make of, uh, of, of that vote, that result?
0: I found the whole thing quite sickening, actually. And this is not because I'm some sort of Boris Johnson fanboy, far from it, but it was just the grandstanding when yeah. there's so many bigger issues in the world. yeah. Also, to be honest with you, all of these warm words about democracy, Boris Johnson has attacked our democratic institutions, coming from people like Caroline Lucas, who were trying <laughs> to upend Brexit, impose unelected all-female cabinets, remember that, to try and block Brexit? That was Brexit glorious, so wasn't it? It was just that reminder that as flawed as Boris Johnson was, and as much as he's completely kind of self-immolated over the course of the past year or more, you just think that the people he was up against, or at least the establishment view that those people in Parliament represented... Yeah is so much worse and has always been and despite the fact that he has been kind of found out partly pushed out by slightly unseemly means but also he's his own worst enemy as many people have naturally pointed out God, the people who really hate him don't hate him for the right reasons. They hate him because yes. of the fact that he called them into question with Brexit and everything else. Exactly. And that, that was a big reminder of that last exactly. Night,
1: well, you mentioned this whole, you know, the d- attack on democracy. This is former Prime Minister Theresa May. Let's play a little clip of her. Uh, she uh, uh, made a dig at Boris Johnson back as she backed the Commons Privileges Committee report. This is what she had to say. What the Gray Report does show is that Number 10 Downing Street was not observing the regulations they had imposed on members of the public. So either my right hon. Friend had not read the rules, or didn't understand what they meant, and others around him, or they didn't think the rules applied to Number 10. Which was it? Um, yeah, she also was also saying that it was very important that uh, that we upheld a democracy, and that we you know, that, uh, that that the, you know, that there was, a, you know, that we, we show the MPs show that we are not above the rules. Indeed, uh, we'll get that clip uh, to you as well soon. Six forty three is the time. Um, we're going to look at the front pages in a few moments. We're also going to be talking about mortgage fears. 6%, just above 6% is now the uh, average uh, two-year fixed rate for a mortgage um, as of yesterday. It's the last time in a year, because you remember the Liz Trust, and sort of the, uh, the the crazy heady days around Tory party conference uh, last year. But this is equivalent to uh, 1990 rates of 13%, because people are so much more exposed to the mm. mortgages, the multiples of their salary that they have to get. Uh, the question is now, what should the government, should the Bank of England, and should we do about it we'll talk about that up next this is talk breakfast
0: the biggest breaking news stories an outspoken opinion the breakfast briefing with julia hartley brewer on talk radio hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget